0: Welcome to Tiny Town Library, thanks for joining us. We're coming to you straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations and an interview with a local person of interest. Uh, Welcome back if you listened to our first episode in September and hello if you are new. Uh, We learned so much from our first try at this podcast and we just want to thank everybody for their positive feedback and constructive criticism. Uh, We will not whisper this time. (laughs) We are going to talk right into the microphone. And uh, what was some other feedback? Oh, I have to introduce myself. That's right. Who are you? I forgot to do that last time. Uh, I, my name is Bonnie, and I'm the director of the Daylin Memorial Library. And with me today, co-hosting Miss Joanne, our children's program director. Good morning. Amy, our ILL specialist. Good morning. And Madison, our library assistant and producer. Good morning. Uh, we titled this episode for october which way to the library and we have appropriately accessorized today if you could just see us uh, we are all wearing our Best witch hat this morning. This is my best, I think. It is quite fabulous on you, feathers, thank you, veiling, and Amy. Mm. I mean, we have seen the the book <laughs> yep. um, page hat, but had it is to wear the book witch glorious. hat. Glorious! I'm enjoying the up close. I it, forgot about the little tiny book. I forgot about the grandma on it. So. Uh, we're going to be sure to take a picture of this uh trio of witch hats so that you can enjoy and get in the mood for halloween because that's what october is all about in Mont Vernon, correct yes all right i am looking out the window this morning i was hoping for a little bit of sun but um i do see through the fog that it is new england uh fall in new england and all the leaves are changing it's a little chilly out and um October is the month of uh, leaf peeping everybody's kind of excited to do that and um, We are sticking to the format here and we're gonna open the episode with town news And then we're gonna follow it up with book recommendations and then we have an interview with a local person of interest So let's open with town crier uh, the local news for october uh let's recap first Lampson farm day
1: that well, was september
0: that. but i do want to talk about it because it was a 10 out of 10 correct i give it a 10 out of 10 beautiful weather the weather was fantastic people. all the groups were there representing and um, i saw so many people from the community like the parking lot was filled and the music i think they took our advice and, and did music all day so yeah. I like that. I don't, I'm don't. i always disappointed when you just get a little bit of music, so it was very fun. Um, underneath the concession tent, it was full the whole time from 11.30 until just about 2 o'clock. Everybody enjoyed that chicken barbecue and kudos to the fire department because I thought it was the best chicken ever. Did you have it? I
2: had the chicken around uh, one when we got away from the yarn tree and
0: <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, they did a good job. So uh, congratulations to Lampson Farm Commission. Um, that was a great event for them. And the baseball game this year got moved a little bit closer to the farm. So we were able to see that also. And I heard a lot of positive feedback about the game. So Have you ever played? Old fashioned baseball? Yeah. <laughs> no. What did you find out about it?
2: <laughs> I didn't
0: find much. I just thought it would
2: be kind of fun.
0: <laughs> well, I heard people talking about how it's different um, equipment, of course, because in, in the day, like, there weren't helmets, mm-hmm. and the gloves were different, and so they were talking about how dangerous it was. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, they played two games, I believe, and mm-hmm. um, kids were allowed to go out there and meet the players, and so that was uh, a testament to Doc Adams. Um, they're trying to get him into the baseball hall of fame, so they're calling it the Doc Adams Annual Baseball... Tell um, me who Doc Adams is, Bonnie. I wish Sofimbo was here, so she could tell you exactly. But um, rumor has it that he was one of the original um, baseball game rules maker, um, specifically the length of the um, first to second base, 90 feet or whatever. Oh. So um, if I was a baseball fan, I would know exactly. But I am <laughs> um, I'm new here. So... <laughs> They're trying to get him, um, you know, recognized for his contribution to the rules of baseball as one of the original world makers. So, uh, this game promotes that people pay attention more. So, uh, I think it will always be associated with Lampson Farm Day, and if the weather's good, spectacular. So, kudos to Lampson Farm. Uh, I also wanted to recognize the Beautification Committee, Garden and Beautification Committee. They did all the fall decor in town. Jess Pomeroy leads that crew. And They are actually having a meeting Tuesday, October 8th at 7 p.m. at the fire station They are always looking for new members. So if you're interested in gardening or just uh, Making the town beautiful jump in on that meeting. They're going to be meeting about the um, decorating for winter so think wreaths and garlands bows and bells and uh, That meeting will happen at the fire station. They'll make all the decisions about what they're gonna how they're gonna decorate and um Right now, that committee is about eight strong women, but uh, they could use more. So, think about joining that. I am on the committee and I take care of the gazebo garden. You do a fine job. It's beautiful there. Uh, We all adopt a certain area and take care of it, so it's easy. You can kind of work it into your life. Um, So, think about that, meaning. And then it, it is. The last chance to visit the historical museum on Saturday, October 12th from 1 to 4. And I did screw that up last month because the website said one thing and then the members did something different. So I apologize. And I'm hoping I have it right. Uh, this was in their newsletter Saturday, October 12th from 1 to 4. Last chance? I think it is. November just too cold to get into that no space. Heat. No heat. They're going to close it all down. And then the Mont Vernon Community Supper um is happening mm-hmm. Thursday, October seventeenth. I think everybody enjoyed pulled pork last month, but Joanne, what is the menu this time? Italian casserole oh, mystery.
2: What's in that? <laughs> I think it's some um, noodles. <laughs> I think it's user's choice. You just get to pick whatever Italian casserole you want to yeah. bring. They'll probably have lasagna. Oh yeah. Maybe ziti.
1: Spaghetti, stuffed shelves. Yeah, you never Maybe. know.
0: And remind you me again how much know. does it cost?
2: It's
1: free. It's
2: free. Mm-hmm. free. But
1: you have to be there around 5 o'clock.
2: Yes, I think people are lining up beforehand. You'll have a salad, bread, dessert. Good stuff. Very mm-hmm. nice.
0: All right, I'm going out of order, but I saved this one for last. Um, the Mont Vernon Village School will be celebrating Grandparents Day on friday october 11th mm-hmm. we think from one to three but stay tuned in case they change that time um that's a big day at the village school it's, it's very very highly anticipated um what do you guys know is happening this year because you have eliza mm. in the school have you got i do know eliza yet?
1: is there i know they're singing um and i feel like her grade she's in fourth grade i feel like it's a patriotic song and i can't remember what it is right now but i think everyone is singing your grand old flag that I'm a Yankee doody da-
0: Doodle Dandy.
1: <laughs> you know more than I do. I
2: know a couple. I don't know.
0: I was yeah. guessing. Mm-hmm. When so you said the Patriot. story on Grandparents Day. Mm-hmm. In how many uh, years?
2: Well, it's twenty-five plus. We don't know for wow. sure, but Gretchen Dunn, the beloved teacher. Oh, we miss Gretchen. Uh, yeah, we miss you, Gretchen. Come back. Um, started, I believe, Grandparents Day. We don't know when, but I was talking to one of the ladies at the office of school, and she said it's been at least 25 years because it was happening 25 years ago when her children were in school. So it's called officially Grandparents and Special Friends. So uh, we never had grandparents uh, in town for Grandparents Day. So when my kids were in school, I was always... Struggling to find that special friend, but um, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, the, the grandparents or special friend will come and do, see a little performance in the multi-purpose room, and then they get to go back to the individual classrooms and enjoy a little celebration.
0: It's great. Um, when my children were in the school, I loved that you could you know you knew that so and so's grandma was going to bring those pumpkin whoopie pies mm-hmm. or a Bundt cake or, I know the rules have changed, but it was kind of a free for all back then. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, the hallways were like so congested with grandparents trying to get to different classrooms and it was fun. Mm -hmm. And it was like, they were with their people. So other grandparents could meet other grandparents and it's just like a darling day. And I hope they always continue this tradition. So, so And they used to get flowers out, too. Like, at the door, yes. you'd get a program right. that was made specially. And uh, maybe your child wrote something to their grandparent. And I know my mother, like, flipped through the book to see if she was mentioned. <laughs> Even if it was just two words. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the yes. kids yeah. would say something sweet about yeah. their grandparents. My grandma makes good cookies or whatever. It was. Mm-hmm. So, well, excellent. So we can look forward to that um now we're going to talk about the library programs things are happening at the library in october mr man do you have anything happening yes i do
2: we are right in the middle of Set and story time we are having a baby boom in mount Vernon. so many babies we had 21 babies and caregivers here count yourself 22. Oh,
0: you were in count the room. yourself
2: you were there <laughs> 23
0: people oh, in my tiny, tiny library
2: it was wonderful when i first started Working here, I might have a lap set with one baby. It's true. It was demoralizing. (laughs) I didn't mind. I love the babies, but I felt bad for them. So now, a uh, big—how would you call it—a group of children, a gaggle, (laughs) a gaggle of babies, a a wagon, a lot of babies, and we are having a good time. So I'm very excited. So um, those are happening Thursdays at eleven and then at one is our story time a smaller group but still a good strong group we have a lot of fun and uh, book clubs are starting this week our first book club of the season my first and second graders my eager readers and we will be reading clementine the following week we are reading the witches Ooh, I that. and the week after that We are reading A Land of Stories, and the following week is my teen group where we will be discussing what books they might agree to read. (laughs) Good luck with that. Thank you. (laughs) And this morning after the podcast, I'm running over to kindergarten,
0: and I hope the children won't be scared of me. Oh yes, because you looked divine in your full witch decor. (laughs) Thank you. All right, for adults, this morning we have already plugged in the coffee urn because coffee and books is back and that is sponsored by the Friends of the library and Starbucks Thank this you. year yeah. uh, so every third or every Tuesday at opening uh, stop in and we have free coffee and tea and cookies so the Friends of the library, Uh, There's a group of women who are baking uh, weekly, so we don't know what the treat is today. Who is baking this week? I think Claire is baking this week. So Meg Baker, uh, the vice president of the Friends, organized uh, the bakers uh, to. Isn't that funny? Her name's Baker. I know. Mm -hmm. And where does she? Oh, I shouldn't say. Oh, she She lives on (laughs) Baker. Talk to her about this. So we love coffee and books because it's a no-pressure, passive program. You just come in, grab a cup of coffee. You know browse for books chat with us it's social meet somebody here bring someone free coffee uh then our highly anticipated program for the month is new england lighthouses and the people who kept them this is a new hampshire humanities program and it's on saturday october 19th at 1 p.m uh the author will be here he has written the lighthouse handbook um, specifically for New England and I think it's gonna be very interesting. I mm-hmm. would love to hear the stories about the people who live in these fantastic lighthouses me too so uh, I'm hoping for a full house that night. It is registration recommended but of course I never turn anyone away if we can find a spot into our tiny library. Uh, we'll make room for you And then I haven't posted this yet so if you're a podcast listener you might get the first chance to sign up for <laughs> adult is it? adult craft night. Uh, We are going to be doing pumpkin carving on Tuesday, October 29th. So just a couple of days before Halloween, um, I'm going to pull in 12 pumpkins and we're going to carve them um, adults only. So keep your children at home and we are going to be carving these lanterns, maybe like Martha Stewart style. I'm going to put out some inspiration uh, so it's not necessarily a traditional jack-o'-lantern. It could be more like a lantern lantern but Mm -hmm. uh it's you know artist choice but we're hoping to inspire and then the pta autumn Gardinia, new president has um posted the idea that they're going to do a jack-o'-lantern display down on the village green on halloween good idea great idea so um hopefully my crafters think it's a great idea too and they donate their pumpkin pumpkin to that display Uh, because it's going to look so much better if everybody drops their jack-o'-lantern off. And we used to do this idea here at the library uh, years ago, and it worked. Uh, People brought their jack-o'-lanterns because in Mont Vernon, no one's going to see your jack-o'-lantern on your step um, because we don't trick-or-treat all around town, only on Main Street. So uh, I encourage people to bring their masterpieces to the Village Green on Halloween what time um well it's funny because they haven't posted that yet but it's sure to come because it's only October 1st but Mm -hmm. uh, they'll be lighting them I imagine you could drop them off anytime that day and then PTA will be in charge of lighting the jack-o-lanterns for the six o'clock start of trick-or-treating lovely okay good. so uh that that event I'll be posting is registration. A space is limited. I'm going to say 12 carvers. I'm going to try and get 12 pumpkins here. You can do it. Yeah. All right, good. Yes, I'm going to run out in that pumpkin bag. <laughs> and then, Amy, what is up for the adult, um, just the Classics Adult Book Club? Uh,
1: in October, we'll be meeting, uh, I believe it's the 17th. Okay, it's true. And we're going to be discussing Uncle Tom's Cabin. And then we'll be handing out Wuthering Heights, which is the title for November. Excellent. How many people are in that book club right now? I saw um, like eight cards. Yes, out. I want to say seven, eight people. Mm-hmm. I think we had at the last meeting. And That's we've had a, a couple really of good new, club. Yep, we've had a couple new people join, which is great. We're happy it must be the dessert.
0: New people, <laughs> right?
1: Yes. Well, and and I've I've been um, it, it's been fun to see people are trying to tie in the snack. Or beverage with the book Mm -hmm. somehow, which is which is which is fun. A challenge, yes. It's a must, I think, for book
0: clubs. I for your book club, a a child came to the counter last week and said, "I know what the snack is." And (laughs) I said, "Oh, do you?" And they told me like some vague thing that was in the book. You know, she's like, "I know it's oranges." (laughs) Well, don't count on it because Miss Joanne is crafty. She'll pick some other food that's in the book. All right, well, that's it for Town Crier. We are moving on to the second segment, Recommendations, and I'm going to let Amy lead that.
1: All right, well, um, this past month, uh, one of the big books that came out that I know a lot of people were waiting to read was The Testaments by Margaret Atwood. I am reading it right now. I had to wait. Very nice, yeah. So I, I read that, and I really, really enjoyed it. I was really nervous beforehand, thinking, what if it's bad? What if I don't like it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's this anticipation of this book, um, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's a good read. I don't. I don't really want to talk about it at all, especially right. because Bonnie's reading it um, right now. But um, if you are a fan of Margaret Atwood and The Handmaid's Tale, it is definitely worth. It's a must reading. It. Yeah. All right. I've been <clears throat> nervous because
2: read I, it, I was read afraid it. too that I would. not
1: yeah
0: yeah I would be sad. It it's had satisfying. At, It had me at page two. like oh. it pulled me right back in yeah. and I'm like, welcome back. you know yes. like it felt like there no time had passed. So but I had just reread it. So ah. that's why because we dressed up as it last year, that's for our, our fun scholarship trivia night. so I had reread it and um, so I was ready. I was ready to like keep going. So highly recommend. For so, those of us who don't know, what
2: did you reread?
0: Oh, the handmade Tale. Sorry, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> and um, we have two copies of this book. So the testaments. Yes. Um, it's it's yep. going out quickly and re- coming back quickly. So yep. you'll, Hopefully, if it's not on the shelf, please put it on reserve. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And the the other book that I wanted to mention that just came out was Anne Patchett's The Dutch House, and that's mm. one that I've been looking forward to reading. I love Anne Patchett, um, and I really really enjoyed that one as well. You're it's, already done. Yes, I'm already <laughs> done. Um. Yep. Yep, a couple (laughs) late nights, couple early mornings. (laughs) You know, I fit it in. Hmm. Uh, It was it was it was really good. Um, Family, kind of family drama. I feel like a lot of the books that I've liked this year have been family drama kind of Mm -hmm. stories, and so this is uh, a brother and sister, and they grow up in this very unique house in Pennsylvania, and it's they refer to it as the Dutch house, and it's the story then of what happens in their life with their their father, and there's a stepmother, and there's lots of drama. Um, some of it's funny, some of it's sad, some of it's bittersweet. I feel like there was a lot of emotional runs the gamut. Um, and it was, it was, it was a good book. I enjoyed it. Is it back on the shelf? Uh, it will be, uh, once (laughs) we're done recording the podcast. Excellent. (laughs) Look for that. And then, um, for, um, books that I'm looking forward to that aren't out yet, um, the Grace Year by Kim. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to go with Liggett. Ligget. That comes out uh, in about a week. And then um, I've, I've heard people say that that's uh, The Handmaid's Tale meets Lord of the Flies. So oh, kind of like... A, a, What's the name of it again? The Grace Year. Okay. Um, uh, just real quick. It's, it's kind of like... Um, so think like Handmaid's Tale sort of-ish society. Uh, where women are very controlled and that um, when girls reach the age of 16 they have to go out for a year by themselves to kind of purge themselves of all their wickedness and their sexuality and that so they're they're out on their own for a year so if the girls survive the year they get to then come back into society so it's kind of like the the clash of the the girls when they're out on their own so it just I love I love Ooh, a good 16. sort of that's vicious I know if yeah. they
2: survive the year
1: right that's so they're you know they're it's that cattiness against each other but then against the society and it just I I love sort of that dystopian love all that stuff so I'm looking forward to that And okay, where did you hear about that book uh, I randomly saw it on Amazon yeah it's just not on my radar so that's yep. why
0: I wrote it down we got to get it in
1: yep it. and then I know one that a lot of people are looking forward to Joanne I think you might. You might not know about this, but you'll wanna read it. Erin Morgenstern's new book. Now she wrote The Night Circus. I which, love the Night Circus. I know you love that. So I thought of you. It's called The Starless Sea, and that comes out November 5th. So that's Okay. Yeah. Too bad I just had my birthday.
2: I might have to get it myself. There you go. All right. All right, Joanne. What are you reading? I am reading City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert.
0: I am reading so that eat, too. Pray, love honor. Yes. I just started. You just started? On audio yesterday in the
2: car. I'm halfway through. Oh, you're way
0: ahead of me. Yeah. I like it. It's funny. Do you like it? Uh, So far, I didn't. um, Yes, she has a a good voice, Mm -hmm. and um, she seems like a super strong character. And in the beginning, all the part about sewing got me and like the fashion mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. she made her own clothes and it's in the 40s so like I'm right there in New York City in the 40s at Grand Central Station she's getting dropped off right. so um, she's it, kind of bad she's kind of naughty. but you like her I like her and the narration is excellent so if, if yeah. you like audiobooks um, like sometimes the narrator can ruin it um, but this voice is really good oh, So um, nice. I will be driving around listening. When you see me, oh, well, the voice <laughs> sitting the in my car for no reason. Mm-hmm. To, I realize you and I both do this. We get to work and we're sitting in our car, and it looks like we're doing nothing, but we are listening to our audio book yes. for so the you're last a driveway moment. Just, yes. Yes. yes, those and last couple minutes. Gotta, right, yeah. I I have not had a heart attack and passed. I did out. not know what <laughs> you guys were doing Wait. there. Because well, I, I'm here and I'm like, well, there they. Are.
2: They don't want to come see me. It's
0: our audiobook edition. We got to get to a good spot. I'm waiting for a
2: period.
1: Okay, I'm then I won't. Feel the bad. pause. You got to get to the pause.
2: So, besides the city of girls, um, I'm also we'll be reading this month the th- the three books that I just mentioned uh, for my children's book club. Oh, that's right.
0: You have to spend all your time reading children's books. I do. So, there's a fun um, fact about you. Yeah. When people come in and ask what
2: should I be reading? And Amy's not here. I think, well,
0: let me tell you about this awesome <laughs> second to third grade book I'm reading. <laughs>
2: the fantastic Mr. Fox. You're going to love it. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. So I'm just starting back into that part of my life for the next seven months where I'm reading mostly
0: children's literature. All right. So, we'll have fun with that. Thank you. I will. All right. Uh, I am reading uh, The End of the Testaments, hopefully the, this week, but um, just picked up my audiobook. But what I'm looking forward to reading is Elizabeth Strout's Olive Again. So if you mm. read Olive Kittridge Long time ago. Long time ago. Me too. Um, Did I like
1: it? I never read it. <gasps> you never read it.
0: I never it. read it. I have to read it. HBO picked it up and they made a little um, mini series out of it and we actually own it. Was um, there something wrong with Olive? I'm trying to remember she was a little bit depressed and um late midlife crisis and relationship so it is kind of depressing but i felt like if you were in that moment in your life you identified with the character so that's mm-hmm. why i'm curious to mm. see what happens in this book um is she older wiser or does it go back or what happens so right looking forward mm. to it that right. is a fall Very release good. check back in check back in Um, We don't just recommend books here at Tiny Town Library. I am going to recommend uh, that people step in for two of our museum passes that the the Friends of the Library provide. So the MFA, the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, has a new exhibit coming out. And we did have to look up how to pronounce it. (laughs) I knew it. You did (laughs) know it. So why don't you read it? (laughs) Ancient Nubia Now. Ancient Nubia Now. Um, this exhibit is a members only um, opening from the eighth to the twelfth. Amy, you're a member.
1: I am. I can't make it there during that time. Darn! It's a bummer.
0: Well, yeah. If you ever, if you do wherever get down there, wherever
1: will you be? Shuttling children
0: around. Oh, Darn it! Right. Shoot, <laughs> they're Sorry holding you that. back. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. Back. Uh, it officially opens October thirteenth, and the library has tons of passes to MFA, and um, our passes get you in for a copay of only ten dollars. And that gets you into the entire museum um, so stop in and pick up a pass our passes are good until october 31st and then the friends hopefully will be re-upping uh, the museum subscription for next year um, of course there's many exhibits at the mfa but this is the new one mm. that people will all want to go to and then also the courier has a new exhibit coming it's called the shakers and the modern world and that is opening up um october 12th through february 16th And usually what happens at the Courier is that people kind of miss the opening, and then they rush in here to get Mm -hmm. the passes when it's getting ready to go out. So they're like, oh, we'll go for Valentine's Day, but we only have one pass that gets you in for half-price admission. So um, please do call and reserve your pass for whatever date you're going, even if it's, you know, January, December, you've got family coming in for Thanksgiving, Um, grab a pass from us and you can get in to see not just the Shaker exhibit, there's other things going on there too. And I I recommend you go and look at their website because I went to print out what was happening in October and it was like 13 pages. I mean, there's a lot happening there. They do a brunch on Sunday with live music. Mm -hmm. I've been to that. It's great. Jazz brunch. Jazz brunch. Um, The food is delicious. They have mimosas. So it's like, I took my mother-in-law and we had a fantastic, it didn't take up the whole day either. We had Mm -hmm. brunch, We did the museum because it's, you know, it's not huge. And then we were out by one o'clock, so it was perfect. And we did something else in the afternoon. So I am going to highly recommend the Courier and the MFA this month. um, Get to a museum. Go explore a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, that's it for recommendations. We're going to take a pause to get ready for our interview uh, today. Well, I'm not going to tell you who. We'll be back in (laughs) one minute. All right, we're back for the final segment. We have saved the best for last, Halloween. (laughs) Uh, Today we are interviewing the queen of Halloween. How do I know that? Because I'm looking at you. And you are head (laughs) to toe, ready to go for Halloween. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'll tell everybody what I'm talking about. You have a fabulous Halloween apron on with um, a fur little uh carnigan with a giant ju- bejeweled spider do like i do love him he's yes, gorgeous ma'am. with your better than average exceeding expectations um witch hat which thank you anybody else i mean this is just a whole halloween night look but for you it's, it's my daytime this look. is your daytime. look <laughs> 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 and my tights um, it's so oh, oh
2: yes orange and black striped, striped tights. tights of course of course and my mood ring yes
0: yeah, so you're really in the mood i am um, in the mood October 1st does signal uh, the buildup to Halloween in Mm -hmm. Mount Vernon. It's super, super special here. So that's why we invited you here, even though you're the children's librarian. Uh, We wanted to talk to the chair of Halloween and Witch Walk so that we can get all the details about Halloween, especially for the people who are new to town who are listening to this podcast, they need to know. They do. They super need to know. We so, can help them. Um, I don't want to brag, but we are sponsored now. The interview portion of our podcast is sponsored by the Mont Vernon General Store, which is located at 10 North Main Street in Mont Vernon. If they don't have it, you don't need it. That should be Mm -hmm. their motto. Mm -hmm. Um, They have everything, though. It's fantastic. It's so convenient. And I so appreciate them. So uh, they decided to sponsor our podcast interview with a whoopie pie. So everybody who is interviewed gets to walk away with a a little treat. It's It's not little. It's as big as my face. Okay, good. So for you and your family tonight. And thank you for joining us for this interview. Oh, you're most welcome. Of the General Store. All right, we're going right into the questions. Okay,
1: I'm ready. All right. So, Joanne. Yes. How did you find yourself in Mont Vernon? Oh, well, our first house, my
2: husband and I, together was in um, downtown Nashua, a lovely little place right across the street from the VFW and one house away from the House of Correction. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to start somewhere. I loved it, but we were kind of ready to move after about seven years and i said if we're going to live in mount in new england why don't we live in a place that looks like new england you might not know this from the sound of my voice but i'm not from here where are you from i'm from michigan (laughs) i'm a good midwestern girl and we just thought well let's do it and so we had hadn't heard about mount vernon someone told us about it and um, it is off the charts on the cutometer so we moved up here and started raising our children here in Mount Vernon and I really like it Uh, my whole extended family loves to visit they visit all the time and Mm -hmm. they talk about it as sort of like Mayberry so Mm. um, I feel
0: very fortunate
2: to have landed
0: here Excellent. Uh, my question is, I know you lived in a in another house, but right now, mm-hmm. where do you live in Mount Vernon?
2: Right now, I live right on Main Street. When we first moved into town, we wanted to live in the village, but there was nothing available that we could afford. And uh, we were on the turnpike, which was a lovely, lovely place in itself, but I was a little lonesome. A mile away. And, uh, yep, we moved... To uh, thirteen uh, North Main Street. So,
0: uh, does your house have a name? <laughs> it does. What is it's it's um, your house.
2: <laughs> syringa Cottage.
0: What's syringa mean? Well, it means lilac. Oh darn! Couldn't they just call they it could the have. Lilac, cottage? <laughs> the lilac. The lilac oh.
2: House? I would have liked that. But um, it's Syringa Cottage. You don't always get to choose your nickname or your name, mm-hmm. and therefore I shall stay with Syringa Cottage. Do you know how old it is? Yes, uh, my house has a, a fun history. In 1800, the original home was built. And in 1897, it was raised up and a second story was put Ooh. underneath it. So the top two floors have a kind of really old, old feeling about them. And then the
0: main floor is more Victorian. Right, and then you have the double-decker porch, mm-hmm. which is everybody wants that. Everybody and wants you to have sleep made it on the fabulous mm-hmm. with beds and everything. And it looks out over the cemetery, so it's a perfect good place for which of your stature. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I do love it. I love that we are able to take care of it.
2: Uh, she's an old girl with a lot of needs, but we are trying our best
0: to take care of her. Until uh, I the next think everybody person. appreciates that because it looks fabulous. Thank you. Um, one of the responsibilities of living in one of these Main Street homes is that you open your doors on Halloween to mm-hmm. upwards of 500 trick-or-treaters because in Mount Vernon and Tiny Town you do not trick-or-treat in your neighborhood or out in the middle of nowhere you come right to downtown mm-hmm. so your house is one of those houses correct
2: yes I um, love it.
0: how much candy do you estimate a Ooh. Main Street home needs Uh, To get through two hours of trick-or-treating. You
2: need a lot of candy. I was worried about this um, because I had been here before in a different capacity of just trick-or-treating. So when I moved in, I asked a neighbor just how much candy should I have. And she had a really big uh, bin, like a storage bin that you might... Like a bathtub size? <laughs> well, a really big bin that you might put like all your decorations in and I've got the red ones for Christmas and the orange ones, get my drift. Yep. So she said, you take one of those and you fill it up with candy. And when you reach the top, you have enough candy. So, so I thought, okay, so for the whole month or maybe even before, every time I would go to, you know, a grocery store or Target or anything and they had candy, I would Buy a couple of bags, and I would throw it in the bottom of that bin, and you'd be surprised how long it takes even to cover the bottom of that bin. So I'm talking hundreds of dollars. Don't. Just kidding,
0: right. darling. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it was a lot. It was a little bit of money at ten dollars at a time. You probably didn't notice, but it, like if you were to right, just go so out, so I did it that way. Right, it's a grocery cart. Working, I did
2: it yeah. that way, and. Um, should I talk about the rec department? And so, who they, that was they kind they of my, my
0: and leading question because, okay. um, in addition to being the children's librarian, you are also the Witch Walk chair for the mm-hmm. Montgomery Recreation Department. And so, I kind of want you to talk about Halloween in general, um, starting with the basic information like the date, the time, and how we collect candy, and then tell everybody the story of Witch
2: Walk. Okay. So, the date is always Halloween. In our time. Yes. October thirty first doesn't matter if it's on a Monday. Ooh, doesn't matter if it's Friday. Yay! It's whatever day the thirty first. And this year it's Thursday. Thursday's not bad. So um, it's
0: when the bells toll six o'clock, six until eight. Exactly. That is it. Don't come knocking at five thirty. You don't get any candy. I'm getting dressed. (laughs) Right. So eight oh one, we're out right
2: so that's just what it is and that's plenty of time and uh, what's really charming about it is all the kids from the town come and it's um 43 houses in the village so not just main street but the little side streets but we try to keep it contained to a walkable safe safe distance Um, and then the rec department in town also has a a small budget and they buy one bag of candy for each house to kind of offset that giant um, bin that i just told you about and also town people donate
0: candy okay i'm a town person how do i donate candy to trick or treat? okay
2: so you're a town person and you've quickly realized no one's coming to your house On halloween if you don't live in the village so what you do is um, a recommendation would be if i've got two children that are going to be trick-or-treating i should donate maybe two bags of candy for each child because they're going to come home get that much yep and so there'll be three drop-off locations in town um one at the library Mm -hmm. we collect a lot of candy we collect a lot Mm -hmm. One at the school and one at the general store. So... Can it be anything? Well, it should be bagged candy. Okay, bagged candy. It can't be like apples and pennies and... Popcorn balls. No. It needs to be, you know, individually wrapped candy like you would find at the grocery store. Um, It could be like giant, you know, full bars, but it's usually the fun size of candy and then you can come in and put it in the candy box that i I can talk about the candy box now or later sure so it used to be it was a cardboard box that would say put your candy in here and it was kind of ugly kind of just so we have made candy monsters so you'll find three big candy boxes that are different kinds of monsters, maybe a witch, or maybe maybe not a monster, maybe a black cat, and they've got a big opening, and the children can feed the monster, so it makes it kind of fun, fun. to participate.
0: Okay, okay, good. And then um, those boxes must fill up pretty quick. Who's they, in charge of collecting all that Yeah,
2: candy? that's a good question. They do fill up rather quickly, and the Girl Scouts, for several years, have been in charge of candy distribution, um, so... For the past, I don't know how many years, three or four years, uh, the Girl Scout troop leader, Kristen Wilson Scully, has taken that upon herself that she'll come in if we give her a call and say, Kristen, our candy monster is full. She is, boom, just like that. She's there. She's taking the candy away to she a, sec- it's a secret secure spot. location <laughs> until the day that it's time to divvy up the candy. So thank you, Kristen,
0: for your That's efforts. a big job. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. We have all the candy. We have secured hundreds of bags of candy. What happens next? How does the candy get to the Main Street Homes? Okay. Well, it used to be
2: that some Girl Scouts would come on a Saturday, and as they got the candy, they would sort of do a great job delivering it. It's hard. It's a lot of candy. It's hard. It's a lot of candy, and it's kind of of a lot of walking. And so I would be out about my day and I would drive in and I would see like a plastic bag hung on my door and I would say "Oh, candy. And so it might be a bag of candy and maybe next week maybe there might be another bag of candy but I didn't have a lot of candy
0: confidence. You never knew how much candy. I didn't know
2: how much I should buy which would really cause a little bit of anxiety. So we had the idea um, how how could we make the people in town have candy confidence so you knew how much was coming so all the bags of candy that people have donated now we divide up and put them in proper halloween bags and we tag them for which houses um, that they will be delivered to and then the friday before halloween they are delivered who delivers that (laughs) they are delivered by a coven of witches. And it's a lot of fun. And do you want to know how this happened? I do want
0: to know okay. how witch walks happened. Because right, so, in the olden days, it was Girl Scouts mm-hmm. slugging market basket bags. <laughs> right. As probably a it was community a chore, service. But it was a
2: chore. Sure. Chore. It, su-
0: right. it wasn't super fun.
2: And, um, Bonnie, you and I have talked about this in the past, and it feels like we don't have to talk about this little problem too much anymore, and I'm happy about it, is how do you convince people – That volunteering is not only a necessity for making our world run properly but it is also a gift that you give yourself so how you know we all at this table have a lot of service oriented in our lives but how do you like convey that it's not just a chore but it really adds to your own life so that's a, a thought we were having And about five years ago, my sisters were visiting on Halloween. And we were showing Halloween movies here at the library. And we decided to get all dressed up in witch attire. And we just walked the three houses down from where I live. And um, I think we caused a stir. You did cause a stir. And people started saying, Mom, the queen, the the original queen of Halloween, Nora Driscoll, who dresses up like a green witch... Her son called her from, I don't know, high school or something. He said, Mom, there are witches walking down the street. And she said, Oh, Tommy,
1: <laughs>
2: get out of here. But it was true. And it was so much fun. People were talking about it. So we started, you and I started talking, how to incorporate in, into an event. And I wanted people to dress up. I did not want people to show up in a puffy parka. And I was threatening
0: that you would not be allowed. So we... Well, at the time, there was no rec um, director. That's right. And no one was solely responsible for no, Halloween. Right. And we, we were trying to um, encourage more volunteerism. And we mm-hmm. really needed bodies to help us deliver. That's right. So right.
2: you and myself and Kristen Wilson Scully, yeah. the Girl Scout lady, and we also involved Jill Weber,
0: mm-hmm. our own. resident...
2: Fabulous children's book illustrator made us a beautiful poster.
0: It was like a map. A map
2: with all of where you can go to find the trick or shitty candy. So we had a little witch meeting at my porch, and each of us, the four of us, got to put four names of people on a list, not four, ten names of people on a list that we thought might agree to do this to help us help us Mm -hmm. and um we we wanted to do a few things reward their great service we thought who might take over rec department (laughs) and so we were thinking of all these things and bit of trickery and sometimes you know sometimes my 10 people some of them would overlap with your 10 people and so we said oh We've got, in this group, all but one. Oh, we've got to add this people. So it was kind of a tricky situation. I think there were maybe 60 people on our list originally. Um, And we got 40, I think we got 40 people that first year. And they all dressed up.
0: They met my
2: expectations. They made me very happy. It was a windy, windy day. My sisters came. Uh, And we had lanterns and candy Delivered all the candy, and then we met back at my house for a little tiny. Witch what is I remember
0: brew. about the first witch walk is mm-hmm. that the entire library was filled. With had these 43-plus bags of candy, mm-hmm. and they were so heavy. Witches had to carry them in, like, in front of them like they were pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody was dressed up as a witch. And so fun. They were given a bag that had an address, and it was like, you have to go to 7 North Main Street. So the witch was 100% responsible for delivering that. Mm-hmm. And then the people who answered the door, were they had no idea a witch in full costume was coming to their door. To deliver the candy. Did
2: they have no idea?
0: Well, we gave them a little heads up that candy was being delivered, Mm -hmm. but I don't... Oh, but they didn't know how good it was going to be delivered. I didn't think... Yeah, I think the gaggle of witches um, Mm kind of was a nice touch, uh, because then we wanted the Main Street Homes to feel special. Because um, they are. Because they they are. They work really hard for Halloween to make it great. So handing them a big bag of candy, uh, you know, in witch costume,
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. great idea. Thank you. Great idea. And now, of course, everybody wants to come. Is it the fourth annual it's our fourth annual witch walk and everybody wants to come and this is the only sad part about witch walk is um i wish everyone could come but we do have to um we limit it to original witches and when an original witch bails out can't come that makes room for a new witch and that's how it's done that's how it's done so people will come to me and say oh i really really want to bring so-and-so is so-and-so coming and i'll say i don't know so and so sorry <laughs> sorry about that so that's kind of how it goes well
0: the original list of 40 um witches that were invited were identified as people who who have volunteered in the mm-hmm. past so we thought oh we did easter egg hunt with this person or mm-hmm. christmas tree lighting so it was um a gamble um, even asking those 40 people. And when people showed up, we kept them on the list. And that's that list just keeps going. So the way to get into Witch Walk is to volunteer, mm-hmm. not at Witch Walk, somewhere else. Because <laughs> right. then you might be identified as a reliable volunteer who can carry a 50-pound bag of candy <laughs> while in a full witch costume. Right. So, but yes, we love our witches for showing up. And this year, uh, there are trophies. You give oh, yes. out every year for Witch Walk because mm-hmm. um, we do appreciate the... Exceeding expectations on the costume So what are the categories this year? What can we win?
2: Okay. Good Witch. Bad Witch. Mm -hmm. Best Coven. What's what's that one? That would be a group. Okay. A group costume or theme. Your choice. Uh, Best Cackle. I can work on that. (laughs) (laughs) I have won that. One in the past, not to brag. And uh, Best Gruesome Delight. Which is a dish of food. Okay, your so choice. after the
0: hard work of mm-hmm. delivering the candy, people come back to your house mm-hmm. and a uh, small gathering for food and drink, mm-hmm. and um, the, that's when the trophies go out. Correct. That's right. That's correct. All right. Well, we will we will look forward to who is and the mm. bad witch. I know, I know that Amy has won in the past. Amy she, wins a lot. Amy wins a she lot. She exceeds expectations. Super creative and um, outstanding costuming. So I don't know if you're good or bad this year, mm. but that's two chances. Yeah. Or, I think, or, think well, bad. You think be, you're a bad. It's a bad? I think, I think you, you are my witch is very bad. bad. Witch. Yeah.
2: Um, and the fun thing about the fact, I said I won something, you won something. Normally we don't win anything of anything that we ever do. In life for the town because we take ourselves out of it right. but the funny thing about witch walk is it's um, the choice of the people that are there they vote for you so you were like the favorite one so exactly. I you couldn't turn that away yes
0: it would be rude right. polite right. or rude it would be rude so. okay back to the children okay go not ahead. the witches um, All right. Halloween night what can they expect to see on Main Street what makes now, trick-or-treating in Mount Vernon so fabulous okay well it's a great chance that you're
2: seeing everybody you know, right Right here on Main Street. It's really fun. Um, the fire station gives out, I believe, a glow stick, a glow necklace or something, so you kind of are visible, visible. a little bit. Um, the library doesn't give out um, candy, what? but more like Halloween merchandise, oh. I would say. They're <laughs> toys, um, glow-in-the-dark Flashes. things. Um, really good. So, stop in at the library. Um, certain houses in town are known for fun things. Um, the purple house, um, which is the village bakery, Victorian Village Bakery. She gives out what does she give out? Donuts, some cookies. Cookies. cookies, cookies, yeah, cider.
1: And she'll have gluten-free cookies too. Oh, she's wonderful. she has in the
2: past. She's wonderful, and her house is really decked out. Yeah, she opens there nice. out.
0: The Yorks, the house had... across
2: the street, mm-hmm. gives out full size candy bars. What I know? Oh, that's right, the Browns, right on the corner, Mary Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full size candy bars. Um, sometimes the Yorks have a Halloween scary house, a
0: haunted house. Haunted, haunted bar, and they've done um,
2: the beehive in the graveyard in front of the
0: graveyard. That's a must do. Oh. be brave! And, Stick your hand in that beehive. I know.
2: Um, the Eureka
0: House has the crow. Like a puppet show, right? That's my
1: daughter's favorite. Oh, the crow.
0: Um, When we first trick or treated here, the crow came out and inspected our costumes, and then went back in the nest. And we're like, "Did he approve? Are we getting candy?" Oh, really? The crow is very, um, just kind of. Make sure you say please and thank you. Yes, picky to the crow. Oh, yeah, yeah, good,
2: very good. Um, Last year we had a new um, segment on Main Street in the in the water tower. My husband. Decided to do a little something in the water tower. So look for that.
0: And The police. They were the new The police.
2: Town. Yep. They were new. Sometimes some of the teachers get together and put something out on the green. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe they'll con- join they, with PTA. To yeah. Because they, they want to do it. And um, Yeah. The police said they're hoping to do trick or trunk down on mm-hmm. Blood Road. But if they get a call, they have to go, of course. That's right. Uh, so that's just up in the air.
2: Oh, and when you get down in that direction, Pixie Stick House. There's a house that gives away a giant... giant. Pixie, Pixie stick, stick. it's exactly. like three feet long.
0: Um, what would you say to the people that are thinking of going to Amherst for trick or treating?
2: I would say, where are your loyalties? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's I what I would. Say. I would say, but I wouldn't would be,
2: say that because great. that would be rude. I would say, stay here. Um, we went to we went to Amherst a long time ago, before we even lived up here to see what it was about, and um, you know, I'm sure it's fine if you really like. A big crowd if you and, like standing in line and you lines, might get like three lines. pieces of
0: candy if you like to be bottlenecked in traffic on your way down thinking you're going yeah so. go
2: ahead and do that but we have a fun time here and i will see children like over and over again because it's a it's a small circle 45 minute loop right yeah so yeah. i might see i might see the same child two times maybe if
0: they exactly. want to come back um, some kids even. I think your boy used to get another outfit. He, yeah, his last year he went around three times, and, <laughs> and I shamed him. But then I thought, this is it. This is the finale. This is, fun. This is the finale. He's a child still, but and mm-hmm. then it was over, and it was sad. So yeah. <laughs> he went out with a <laughs> bang. So.
2: Yeah. So it's. Um, I, I think that it's a great opportunity to see
0: um, the people that you live with. Absolutely, and I've heard uh, real estate agents say you can sell a house on Halloween night because yeah, it's I so think enchanting. You it's really, really it's beautiful. So mm-hmm. uh, here at the library, uh, we have some gorgeous, gorgeous uh, oak trees on view here. Miss Joanne has decked out the children's trees, but soon those leaves will be falling, and we're mm-hmm. going to spookify the building. So please do stop in in October for all things Halloween, and we thank you for your service of chairing. Um, one of the most important days to the children, it's my in, pleasure. Uh, thank you, you make it 10 times better. And I think the main street homes agree that they've never had more candy than when you have taken over and, and we've never had more fun delivering candy as witches. So thank you and have fun on the fourth annual. I'll be missing it this year. Oh, I'm I can't so sorry, it. but, um, you have fun and okay. good luck to both of you. Good witch, bad witch, whatever mm. you might be. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, we're going to head into our speed round quickly. Uh, Mr. Joanne, are you ready for your speed okay. round questions? Okay,
2: I forgot about that part. Yes, I'm okay, ready. Ready?
0: Okay. First question. Ding. The last book you read.
2: Okay. Well, oh, I was going to say City of Girls, well, but I'm it's not true.
0: really finished with it. Okay. It's true. Okay. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Snickers. Frozen or fresh? Fresh. <laughs> Best Halloween costume you ever wore, past or present. Mm, I really liked the year.
2: That I was Mary Poppins and my husband was Bert, and we drew chalk drawings in front of the house.
0: The oh, that was really good. I, liked I was that a winner. Yeah, right. I liked that. Uh, next question Do you have a secret talent? <laughs> oh, you're so talented. This is just a bad question. <laughs> I do have a secret
2: talent. <laughs> what is I don't it? think anybody knows about it here. <laughs> I can catch fish with my bare hands. What? that <laughs> it's true. Wow, it's true. You ask my husband, who does not lie. I'm small us. fish. When did
0: you discover this secret? In the Caribbean. <laughs>
2: wow. Yes, because when you're in the water and they're swimming around. I just wondered one day, I wonder if I could catch that fish. Turns out I can. I can do it over and over again.
0: Okay, you say it like you're on vacation, but <laughs> tell everybody that you were what you were doing in the oh. Caribbean.
2: <laughs> I was a Peace Corps volunteer okay. in West Indies. That's a fun and, fact about you. And um, when work day was over, I could walk down to the beach, catch, catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> catch wow. I didn't kill them. No, oh, I was good. just catching them to see if I could, and then I would
0: release them back into the water uh if we here's your last question if if we were to find you at an open bar what would be your cocktail
2: well normally i do enjoy just a nice glass of prosecco um this time of year i might put a little splash of peach maybe a little mint maybe a little mint (laughs) in it (laughs) but prosecco
0: thanks Well, that is the end of our podcast today. Thank you, Joanne, for uh, coming in and telling us everything about Halloween now. I'm super excited. I don't know what my costume is. i got to get on that. Um, I think I hear the bells. It is time to open the library at 10 o'clock. Join us next month in November for our next episode, which is thankful for the library we will have a special guest from across the street danny b from the general store is going to come on over uh, we are so thankful that they have um, acquired the general store and brought it back to life mm-hmm. that we want to talk to him about uh, that celebration and everything he's got going for the holidays i'm hoping he's having a wine tasting and he's got gift baskets i can't um, wait we're gonna talk to him in november so thank you everybody have a fantastic jay uh day and happy halloween happy halloween, halloween.